from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 11 a.m. here on Thursday morning. How are you today? Oh, what a great show. What a great show. Hold on, let me just turn this down a little bit here. What a great show I got lined up for you today, guys. Um, Boy, that seems to be redlining. Turn that down a little bit more. Um, Thank you. Sorry. Just working out the technical difficulties here. Uh, My name is Jeremy Harrell. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host. Some of you know me as the Hip Hop Patriot. Thank you so much for joining in. Today is March 25th, year of our Lord, 2021. Yes, the show has a new intro. Ladies and gentlemen, that intro was sent by a viewer by the name of Justin Sebring. Justin Sebring emailed me that intro. He said he's actually emailed it before. I just seen it this time because, you know, sometimes... A lot of times I will miss emails, Um, but Justin Sebring made that intro that you just heard, and what a great intro it was. Fantastic group of people that watch this show. I cannot thank you guys enough. Thank you so very much for not only the things that you send me, but joining in every day, commenting, liking videos, sharing videos, getting them out there for the masses to see. I mean, I, I... it's a, it's a blessing beyond anything that I can ever repay you, and I just want to thank you all very much. We have a, uh, a lot of people watching now. We got people watching on YouTube. We got people watching on Rumble. Uh, the videos go up on Parlor and Telegram and Freedom and, and many other places, and soon to be Roku and Fire Stick as well. So everything that you guys have contributed to this channel, it truly is the people's network that we're building here. And, and I cannot wait until we get on these other platforms uh, these digital TV platforms, and we actually get more hosts, and we have a 24-7 uh, station right here, and, and commercials from you guys, from your businesses that go up on the directory on jeremyharrell.com. So I want to start the show out by getting, giving some live shout-outs to some viewers who are watching uh, the show live. Rosario, Rosaria Barbera, of course. Li- uh, Leanne Heffernan, thank you very much. Jacob White from Wisconsin. Daryl Watts says, morning, Jeremy. You're doing, um, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Daryl, how are you? Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. We got Brenda Phillips in. Lance Aylesworth is watching. Amy Mullins is watching. Uh, we got Sherry McDonald says, first peeps here. We got Alicia Frey from East Lake OHIO. Katie West is watching from California. We've got um, Dana Christensen watching. Says, good Good baby Friday morning, y'all. Well, it is Thursday. It is Thursday, but maybe it's Friday where you are. Vicki Bartone says, good morning from Minnesota. Shannon Torrance is watching. Uh, Robin Williams is watching. I wonder if it's the Robin Williams. Oh, no, unless he's watching from heaven. That's right. I forgot. Robin Williams watching from the state of Ohio as well. We got Wendy Thomas watching from Utah. Julie Sims, a fellow New Hampshireite watching. Jan Buswell is watching. And Kenneth Rushing is also watching. I want to give a couple uh, special shout outs to some folks who I was um, who I wrote down as I was going through emails. Lisa Rocklin says that this is the only show that she donates to. And it's hard right now, guys. It is hard to donate money or subscribe to any. I mean, we subscribe to Netflix. We subscribe to Vudu and Hulu and Disney and all the ESPN and all these other places now. Um, some of us have not uh, are not subscribing to Netflix. Some of us are boycotting uh, some of these streaming things. But to, the fact that you this is the only show that you donate to is, is a blessing, and I appreciate it so much. I also want to give a shout-out to Jason Jones, uh, Joycelyn Martin and Bruce Todd, and of course Justin Sebring uh, for uh, for the amazing introduction that he gave uh, uh, live from America, and it, it's just when I heard that I said, "Oh, that's that's the new introduction for the for the show right there. That is the new introduction for the show." So thank you so much, Diana. Also, Diana also says this is the only show that she donates to. Thank you so much, Kevin Gallagher. Uh, Oregon shout out. There you go, brother. Uh, so thank you guys very much. Let's start out giving our Lord our, our honor and, and, and love to the Lord. Let's give our attention to Him. Let's thank Him very much. I titled my newsletter verse of the day this morning, Thirsty Thursday, because back before I found the Lord, when I was in the bars all the time, um, 
doing who knows what, up to no good. Um, that's what we call Thursday, Thirsty Thursday. And I thought about that, and I said, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm thirsty on Thursdays, too. But I'm thirsty for the word. I'm thirsty for the gospel. I'm thirsty for, for fellowship. And I'm thirsty to get going on Live from America. Okay, so... We're gonna give we're gonna give our honor to the Lord, and then I got a special thank you uh, to somebody, uh, and we'll get there in a second. But the verse of the day today came from two Corinthians five. Oh, nope, that's the wrong one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See if we can get the right one here for you. There we go. Matthew five six. I was looking at yesterday's Matthew five six. It said, "Blessed are they." which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Matthew 5, 6. And I said, when we wake up, we eat breakfast, right? When we take a break at noon, we eat lunch. At least most of us do. I said, when we go home at night, we eat dinner. When we drink coffee, or we drink coffee, we drink water and other liquids throughout the day because we're thirsty. We feed our bellies every day because we are hungry and because we get thirsty. But our soul also needs to be fed. Our soul gets hungry. Our soul gets thirsty. We must feed it like we do our bellies. We need to feed it with the gospel. Once we do that daily, we are fulfilled. Our mind, our bodies, and our souls are fulfilled. And you look at your daily life in a whole new light. Read the word, pray, and speak with Jesus throughout the day. And I promise you that your life will change for the better. And then I said, may God bless you today. And I'll see you at 11 o'clock for Live from America. But it is true. It definitely is true. Sylvia said it won't let her share today. Well, I'm sorry, Sylvia. I appreciate you trying to share at least. Uh, and it's, it's the thought that counts. So thank you very much. But guys, we do need to feed our souls. We need to feed our souls with the word just like we feed our bellies. Uh, or else we go hungry. Or else we starve. All right? And we all know what happens when you starve. All right? So um, I want to give a very, very, very special shout out. See this hat right here? See this beautiful new coffee cup right here with the thin blue line on it? Well, I got an amazing box in the mail last night after last night's show. And it was from Christine Johnson. Now, Christine Johnson lives in El Segundo, California. And uh, looks like they, she runs a business called Aircraft Ignition Repair. And she sent me a box of stuff, and not just for me, but for my wife, for my daughters, for my sons. Everybody in my household got something from Christina, uh, from her business and, and, and from her kindness. And I just want to thank you, Christina, so very much. And I want to read to you before we get to uh, the Lord's Prayer and get into the Word. Um, she says, hi, Jeremy, I've included some items for your wife and your girls. And the, uh, the hats, uh, the flying ace hats outside of the bag are for your sons. She said, thank you. And she said, P.S., being a monthly donor is such a special thing for me because God has blessed me with so much and I'm able to spread those blessings. And then she says this, P.S., the pink note that I received in this, in this box is from my seven-year-old niece, that watches your show with me. And I got, I, I got a, a, if you can see this here, I got a little note from her seven-year-old niece, okay? And it says this, Jeremy Harrell, I love you. And then it says, love, oh, <laughs> I can't really read the, the right, it looks like PAG. Pag, pags I, I'm sorry I don't I can't read the actual name uh, at the bottom but uh, I just want to let you know that your your aunt is amazing you are amazing and I am so very blessed to have this letter this little note from you and it will go up on my wall that I'm putting everything that everybody sends me I'm filling up the whole wall it'll be the people's wall on the people's network and I'm so very blessed to have a letter from you young lady you keep doing what you're doing honor your mom and dad honor your aunt and uncle and uh, and honor God and you will make it far in life that was very sweet of you and it made it made me blush you made me blush a seven-year-old made me blush how about that Great job. Thank you so much. Okay, let's get right to the Lord's Prayer, and then we can get to news. Ooh, look at that mess. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. <laughs> yeah! Okay, we got a show for you today. I got my brand new coffee cup, so let's not stop the slurp, huh? And boy, do we got some news for you today. The first and foremost section of the day here on day 77 of military occupation in our nation's capital and day 374 of 15 days to slow the spread. First and foremost, what does the best is yet to come mean? What does it mean? All of us have been trying to figure out what does that mean? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think I've figured out what the best is yet to come. It's not just President Trump returning, which he will. Okay? It's not just that. It's this. President Trump was one man with a small team around him fighting for this country. He was one single man fighting for this country. Now, what is happening because of what happened to him? Because of what happened to our vote? Because of what happened on November 3rd? Because of how these the, the, the left swamp donkeys were able to... Um, to basically steal everything and take everything away from, from, from all that we had created over the last four years. All right? What is coming in the wake of that? Well, I can tell you what's coming in the wake of that. And I can tell you firsthand what's coming in the wake of that. And I can tell you just by watching and seeing the, the dynamics change. You're no longer going to have one man fighting for this country. You are going to have 1,000 men and women fighting for this country in seats of power. And what I mean by that is there are... I'm, I get... You know I get thousands of emails a day, but in those thousands of emails are emails of people running for city council, running for state representatives, running for state senate, running for school boards, running for governor, okay, and, and, and running for U.S. Congress, and running for U.S. Senate. There are more everyday people, uh, everyday average Americans, running now than I have ever seen or heard of in my life. And I guarantee you a good portion of them will win because of the fact that we're getting ahead of this voter fraud, because of the fact that we are changing these election laws in these swing states, and because of the fact that we are putting election integrity back into our process. And because of people like Kristen Cinema, who we talked about last night, who will not get rid of the filibuster so that HR1 does not pass, we will make sure that there are thousands of men and women just like you, just like me, who are running for office. And will they all win? No. But will a portion of them win? Will a percentage of them win? Heck yes. And when they do win, and mark my words, they will win, we will see thousands of people plus President Trump, all fighting for this country. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the first and foremost section of today and what I think the best is yet to come, what it really, really means. Uh, somebody said, are you going to Tulsa in April? I'm actually working on that. I'm working with somebody who is speaking and who's trying to get the uh, person who's organizing it uh, to reach out to me so that we can add me to the list. So we are working on it. If there's anything that you can do, any kind of um, influence that you have to get me out there to speak or to, or to perform, then, uh, then please do so. Um, Sheila says, when will Senator Doug Mastriano be on your show? He'll be on the show in May. In May, I spoke with his office the other day. He'll be on the show in May. But I'm also, I just accepted to go to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And hopefully my good friend Dave Bray USA will join me. And um, we're going to be going to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania sometime in April. And we're going to be performing down there. So if you're in the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area, uh, just take that for right now. And I'll give you the, the details when I get them. Okay? So best is yet to come is people like Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, uh, Congressman Madison Cawthorn. Those are people just like us who have had enough and we're getting out there. So I am so excited. I am so stoked to really see the best is yet to come. Uh, Daryl Watts says, where did you get that hat? Well, I got it from Christine uh, Johnson. Christine Johnson sent me that hat and this awesome thin blue line coffee mug. Hats and mugs, ladies and gentlemen, hats and mugs. Moving on. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, oh, the worst circuit, the absolute worst circuit of appeals uh, on the planet, the worst judges, 
the most unconstitutional people on this planet, and apparently they got seats of power. But anyway, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit has ruled that there is no right to carry. You have no right to carry, ladies and gentlemen, neither open or concealed in public. They... <laughs> Can you believe that? They went against the Constitution. They went against the Second Amendment. And they said that you have no right. They have made a judgment that you have no right, that Americans have no right to carry a firearm open or concealed in public. So now it will go to the Supreme Court. And the NRA made a statement. They put out a statement saying that they're getting involved to rectify this situation. The U.S. Court of Appeals in the Ninth Circuit is a joke. Every one of them are a joke, and none of them should be sitting where they are. The world knows it. Even they know it. Even they probably go to work every day and go, why are we here? Why are we here? We're nothing but a bunch of uh, uh, swamp donkey uh, know-nothings. Why are we even here? We're the most ignorant people on the planet. We are The one thing that we're supposed to know is the Constitution. Imagine this. Imagine you, are a, 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 you work in an automotive shop. The one thing that you should know is auto mechanics. What if you work in an auto body shop? The one thing that you should know is how to paint a car or how to put a little bondo here or there or figure out how to fix a dent, okay? It's the one thing that you should know. If you're a news broadcaster, the one thing that you should know is how to be on camera, all right? If you're a journalist, the one thing that you should know is how to uncover stories. If you work as a judge, the one thing that you should know and you swore to uphold is the United States Constitution. So not only are you breaking your oath and you should be removed, but you don't even know the Constitution. You are swamp donkey, ignorant know-nothings, and all of you should be disbarred and removed from those seats. Good thing that the NRA is getting involved. Now, here's the thing about the NRA. There are millions and millions and millions and millions of gun owners in the United States, correct? Only 5% of everybody that owns a gun in the United States actually is an NRA member. And the NRA is the only, and I'll, let me repeat this, they are the only organization out there fighting for you to keep your Second Amendment legally. They're the only organization that legally fights in the U.S. Congress and in the Supreme Court for you to keep your Second Amendment rights. The only big organization that does it. Now, there are a bunch of small organizations in states, but the only national organization is the NRA. And only five percent of the gun owners are members meaning only five percent support their efforts to be able to fight for your rights so if you like the second amendment if you have a little extra become a nra member all right you're contributing to a good cause and that money actually goes for these lawyers to be able to defend your rights thomas hammaker says amen Amen. Julia says, uh, Julie says, should have broke up the Ninth Circuit. I agree. Roxanne says, we need to support them. Amy says, gun owners of America is better than the NRA. I forgot the gun owners of America, but the problem with the gun owners of America is they don't have the, they don't have the funds. They just don't have the funds uh, like the NRA does. I'd say fund them both if you can. Help fund them both. I mean, what, what, they should work together. But what better to have two people, two organizations fighting? You know what I mean? So only 5% of gun owners. Think about what we could do if 50% of gun owners became NRA members. All right? Let me slurp on this real quick. Folks, if you can and if you have not done it yet, please like the video. It's very simple. And uh, for those who are, who are force multipliers, for those who are real revolutionaries, make sure you share the video because we need to get more eyeballs and earballs on Life from America, especially as we grow into two digital TV platforms. All right, moving on. This is what I wanted to read to you yesterday, and I never got a chance to do this. So right now at the border, the border crisis we already know is out of control. It's out of control. But what we're seeing in the last couple days is that the Biden administration is putting busloads and busloads of illegal aliens on the road, and they are forcing them into states. They're forcing them into towns, and they're forcing them into states. And they're shipping a bunch. I was just watching this morning. They are shipping a bunch of buses to Florida. Now, Governor DeSantis, I'm sure he will, needs to do the same thing as the governor of Montana, uh, Greg uh, Gianforte, I think that's how you say his name, Greg Gianforte, I might be wrong, 
uh, and I'm sure if I am, somebody from Montana will correct me real quick. All right? He put out a statement that said this. Dear Secretary Mayorkas, we have seen reports from DHS officials that illegal immigrants detained at the Rio Grande, uh, Rio Grande South Texas border may be transported to northern border states, including Montana. We understand there is a crisis at the southern border, but that crisis is one of the Biden administration's own making. He went on to say this is what happens when the federal government's immigration authorities publicly refuse to enforce our nation's immigration laws and promise illegal aliens who skipped the line an express route to legalization and even citizenship. To prevent disaster, to, pre to prevent... Oh wait, to present disaster is pre is provi pre precisely, excuse me, <laughs> precisely what the framers aimed to prevent when they charged the president to, quote, take care of the laws um, that he faced, take care that the laws he, uh, he faced faithfully executed, U.S. Constitution, Article 2, Section 3. Montana is unable to care for these individuals and should not have to bear the public safety costs this uh, reported action will impose. Know this, if these reports are confirmed, we will take any and all appropriate legal measures to immediately prevent the, the, these relocation efforts, and it was signed by the governor of Montana and the attorney general of, Monta of Montana, Austin Nodson. Okay, so this right here was a major move by the governor of Montana, and I think all governors need to do the exact same thing immediately. Governor DeSantis, Governor Abbott, anybody, any of these governors who do not want these illegal aliens in their states on their dime, um, with no manpower, no resources, and no help from the federal government, every one of these governors needs to sign an executive act order right now saying that we will not take any not one, not a single one of these illegal aliens in our state for many reasons. Because it's a public health emergency, because it's a public health crisis, because it is illegal, and because by the Constitution, every sovereign state has the right to protect its own borders if the United States of America will not protect its own borders. So, great job for the governor of Montana. If you live in Montana, reach out to your governor and let him know that you want him to take it a step even further and sign an executive order saying that they are no longer allowed to come into your state. Okay? I'm doing it here, but I don't think there's a lot of migrants who are trying to come to New Hampshire. And, uh, uh, but Chris Sununu is a rhino, so we will see what happens right here in New Hampshire. Send them to D.C. Exactly. Send them to D.C. Why not? Send them right to the swamp. Right to the swamp donkey's backyard. Matter of fact, this goes back to the, the very first video I ever did that went viral was the Syrian refugee challenge. When the Syrian refugee migrant illegal aliens were being dispersed all over the world and, and, and causing Sweden to become the rape capital of the world, I did a rant video in my driveway that went viral saying... The Syrian refugee challenge, you take it. If you want them in your state, if you want them in your town, then you house them in your home for a period of a year. And then tell me how much your bleeding heart wants to accept uh, these illegal aliens. And that went super viral. It was, it was, it was incredible. Um, but a big shout out to the governor of Montana. Speaking of governors, I want to tell you about the governor or, or the, the, the uh, candidate who is running for governor of Virginia to oust racist blackface uh, Governor Northam. And this guy's name is Glenn Youngkin. Now, Glenn Youngkin is a big, huge supporter of President Trump. He's a big, huge supporter of, of state rights to have state voting rights. He is a businessman. He is an outsider. And he's a successful family man, successful businessman, and who honors God first. His name is Glenn Youngkin. And he's getting a lot of traction to, to, uh, to run against... Governor Northam. So I'm going to play for you a little bit of an introduction to who this man is. So if you do live in the state of Virginia, you become familiar with his face and you reach out 
to maybe help him, maybe knock on some doors, maybe register some voters, uh, maybe just get close to the campaign so that you can make a difference in Virginia because we need to get rid of Governor Northam and his draconian, tyrannical, blackface, racist views. And uh, we need to get rid of him now. So, ladies and gentlemen, your next governor of the state of Virginia, um, Glenn Youngkin. Here we go. Let's play it. It was here in Richmond. I found out that my dad had lost his job. It was tough to learn that your hero was human, like the rest of us. So we had to move, ride through the ups and downs, make it work, but that's what families do. So I got a job when I was 15 to help out, washing dishes at a diner in Virginia Beach. I worked my way up to flipping eggs. But when I wasn't doing that, I was here, practicing countless hours every day. Sharpening my will to win, determined to blaze my own path. And I did a basketball scholarship, an education, and it changed my life for good. I've been tested, like all of us, and the lessons I learned, I've passed along to my children. Raising four great kids with Suzanne, my loving wife of 26 years, coaching each of them. Prioritizing faith and hard work. I'm not a politician. I've spent the last 30 years building business and creating jobs, leading a team of nearly 2,000 people who trusted me to get things done. In my lifetime, it has never been more important to come together than it is today. I didn't overcome life's challenges alone. Together with my family and the faith that guides me, I persevered through hardship. That's exactly what Virginians have done in the face of COVID-19. Loved ones lost, jobs lost, Yet we've come together because it's not our government that will lead the rebound. It's the heart and resilience of Virginians. Virginia is being tested. But what we need isn't another politician. Or worse, the same politician. It's going to take a conservative to stand up to bring a new day to Virginia. We've all been tested. It's time for someone who's been trusted. Together, we can rebuild and reimagine Virginia's future. It's going to take an outsider a new kind of leader to bring a new day to Virginia. I'm Glenn Youngkin, and I'm running for governor. And you know what? I support him. I, I did I did some research on him, and I support the guy. I support him, so I wanted to play the whole ad for you. I wanted you to see who he was. I wanted you to see what he was running on. He is a Christian conservative. He raised four beautiful children, three boys and a girl with his wife, and faith has always been at the center of their life. See, he's running for governor of Virginia. If you are in Virginia, okay, <laughs> Janet says Jeremy ran to fill his coffee. <laughs> you know what? I do enjoy those little breaks. I got I to gotta be honest. It helps me get things together. <clears throat> but anybody's better than Northam, right? So, sounds like a great guy. Go research him. Do your own research. I'm not telling you you should vote for him. There's probably other candidates as well. But uh, this is this is who I've been uh, kind of looking at, and uh, and he's got my endorsement. So, uh, check him out. Do your own research on him. Tell me what you think. And um, I, I think he'll make a big... He's already making waves, and uh, the polls show him very favorable. He just needs more hardworking, everyday, average Americans in the great state of Virginia, the Commonwealth of Virginia, to get out there, knock on doors, and um, go meet him. You know, talk with him. Help him Help him out. That's what he needs. Together, we can do so much more than, than when we're just one, two, three people here and there. Okay? So, definitely check him out. Uh, Glenn Youngkin. All right, moving on. <laughs> I never, ever, ever get tired, ever get tired of giving this guy a dum-dum. We're going to give our first dum-dum today to Andrew Cuomo. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Cuomo, you get a dum-dum of the day. And the reason why Andrew Cuomo gets the dum-dum award of today isn't because of the fact that he actually, you know, killed people by putting them in nursing homes, isn't the fact that he actually, you know, sexually assaulted or sexually harassed uh, many, many women and decides he's not going to step down. Nope. He gets a dum-dum today because of something entirely different. Andrew Cuomo, it is now out that he, and I guarantee you, this is what I was telling you yesterday, the Democrats, once they come after you, they will make all your secrets come out. 
they will make all your skeletons come out, okay? Andrew Cuomo directed officials in New York to prioritize his family, including his younger brother Fredo, Chris Cuomo, from the Communist News Network. He instructed his officials uh, to uh, prioritize his family for CCPV testing and CCPV inoculation. That's right. Just another tyrannical governor who sexually harasses women, who throws vulnerable people in nursing homes, that gets them killed, prioritizing and putting his family before the people that he is supposed to represent. His family comes first. Brother Fredo gets testing first, and Brother Fredo gets the vaccine first. Is that not swamp donkey, ladies and gentlemen? Is that that is not, not the definition of swamp donkey right there? That's a definition if you ask me. So he gets another dum-dum right here on Live from America. But we're going to follow that right up with a smarty. I'm going to give Corey Lewandowski, who I had the pleasure of meeting, fellow New Hampshireite, big-time uh, player when it comes to helping President Trump. He, he was a big-time player in helping President Trump win in 2016, and he's going to be a big-time player in helping President Trump's agenda through 2022 and 2024. Fellow New Hampshireite, Corey Lewandowski, you get the Smarty uh, Award of the Day today because President Trump has hired him again and has tasked him to set up and run President Trump's new super PAC. The papers will be filed next month, and they will start setting up an, a, an official President Trump super PAC for you to donate to, to move his agenda through 2022 and 2024 to come back, make his big comeback. 2022 is going to be a, a, a massive election year. You're not only going to see rhinos and swamp donkeys uh, be removed, you're going to see pro-Trump, pro-Make-America-Great-Again, pro-America-First candidates, just like the ones we were talking about in the first and foremost section of this show today, take office, and you're going to see the best is yet to come. So, this is all happening, ladies and gentlemen. This is why you've seen President Trump start talking uh, on TV shows and, and endorsing people, and now he's got Corey Lewandowski, the head of his Super PAC team. Once again, the dynamic duo setting back up to come and save the world. And like I said, none of us wanted this to happen, this, this Biden administration. None of us wanted it to happen. It, it didn't actually legally happen, and it didn't fairly happen, but it happened. So what are we doing in the, in the wake of all that? We're finding out exactly what this left, woke, uh, progressive movement is actually all about. We're finding out their agenda, and, and independents and Democrats alike are going, whoa, this is just way too much. I can't stand this anymore. And they're going to move to the right. And they're going to move to the... They might not move to the right for life, but they will move to the right when it comes to the next two elections. All right? Uh, Janet says it's happening in slow motion. I know it feels like it, but but it hasn't even been 90 days. It hasn't even been 90 days, and look at all the damage they've caused. You're right, and they're going to cause more damage. You're, it's, they're going to cause more damage, but it hasn't even been 90 days yet. What you're going to see towards the end of this year, to the middle to the end of this year, you're going to see President Trump all over the place. And next year, you're going to see him shut everything. You're going to see him shut the Democrats completely down. You're going to see him shut them completely down. They will never, ever, ever win again for a long, long, long time. Okay? And you know what? If I have to take four years of, of, of their... Oh, as much as I don't want to and as much damage as they're going to cause, but if we have to take four years or two years uh, of them to make sure that they never... For the next 12 years, they don't win again, I guess I'll take it. But Corey Lewandowski... Uh, is running President Trump's super PAC. Does it mean Corey won't run in New Hampshire? No, it doesn't. Because Corey's name is still in the hat for running for Senate for New Hampshire. But it looks like Governor Sununu here is going to run for the Senate seat. And his poll numbers are way higher than Corey's. So, Corey, you know what? Your skills are needed elsewhere. All right? Okay. I know. Somebody said he doesn't even know he's speaking today. Jennifer, you're right. Biden didn't even know he was giving a press conference today. I cannot wait to get the talking points from that press conference so that we can talk about them a little bit later. Uh, Talisa says, I can't wait. Tr I can't wait. Trump 2024. I know. I know. Ger uh, Ger Gerard says it might be too late. No, it'll never be too late. Don't worry. Melissa says, what about HR one? 
Well, as long as we got Kristen Cinema to say to stand steadfast and say she's not voting for it, then it won't go through. We just needed one person from the Democrat side, but we might get two. We might get Joe Manchin too. So like I said, even if you're not a Democrat, reach out to Kirsten Cinema and tell her how much you appreciate her courage to stand up against the Democrats. Uh, if you're not a Democrat, reach out to Joe Manchin. Tell him how much you appreciate his courage. We have to show these people some love from our side if they're willing to fight for America. It's just the way it is. All right, moving on. The United States SEC, if you don't know what the SEC is, if you've ever wondered what they do and where, when they were formed, um, the SEC is the Securities and Exchange Commission, okay? They were created after in the 1930s um, after the big stock market crash in the 1930s, and they were created to protect investors and um, uh, the markets uh, from, you know, and, and the national banking systems. So they're, they're there to protect you guys from, from market manipulation. That's what the SEC is supposed to be there for. So under President Trump, they were directed to make sure that they go after any of these Chinese companies, any of these Chinese firms that are in the stock market if, if they're found out to be any kind of nefarious action. Well, if you put the CCP behind anything, there's going to be nefarious action. So uh, even under President Biden, these are all independent divisions of the government. Um, and the SEC has begun the rollout of, uh, of a law aimed at delisting Chinese firms from the stock exchange, from the American stock exchange. This is huge. It would kick all Chinese companies off the American stock exchange. And Trump started doing this with the SEC um, uh, on, on his dime, on his watch. And they're continuing to do so. So they are now beginning the, the, the beginning stages of the rollout to, uh, to create a law aimed at delisting Chinese firms from the American Stock Exchange. So, you know, this is good news. This is great news, actually. But we'll see how much influence that Barack Obama, since he's in Biden's ear and he's behind all this, and Joe Biden actually have over the SEC. But the very simple fact that they're beginning the rollouts to be able to create this law to delist these Chinese firm, firms from the American Stock Exchange is good news, and I will take good news when I can get it. Um, so, if you haven't liked the video yet, guys, please do so now. Thank you. We're going to give another Smarty Award today, today, and this is going to go to three Idaho churchgoers. Just three regular, everyday, average Americans like you and me who go to church, who provide for their families, who just want, an, just want a normal life, praising God, being happy. Well, these three churchgoers in Idaho in last fall were jailed. They were arrested and they were jailed because they were not wearing masks at an outdoor service in Idaho. So these three churchgoers who were arrested at an outdoor service for not wearing their masks, are now suing the city. They're suing the city officials, authorities, and the police for violating their constitutional rights. And they have a nice team of lawyers who were provided to them through donations from other Christians throughout the country. They get a Smarty Award for doing exactly what we've been talking about here on Live from America. Stand up. Because if you don't stand up, you allow them to trample every one of your rights. It's the ones who stand up who set the precedent and who set the bar and who draw that red line in the sand, not Obama's red line, an actual red line, that they will not cross, that the left and the swamp donkeys will not cross. And I, and I, anytime I see anybody doing any of this, I want to highlight them. I want to show them um, our support. And I want to uh, encourage you guys to do the same thing if something happens to you like this. So they get the Smarty Award for standing up. For standing up for their rights and for bringing a lawsuit against the city and the, and the city officials and the police department for violating their constitutional rights. Great job. And Idaho, what's going on with you? Come on. Get with it. Get with the times, guys. Stop being swamp donkeys, all right? Let's talk about another victory. We got a lot of victories to talk about here on Live from America today. We got 40 minutes into the show. We got a few minutes left, and I want to give you guys all the victories that I can. We have another victory to celebrate, and we always want to celebrate our small wins. The state of Michigan has finally, 
has finally got together, the legislation, the legislation there has got together, and they have found 177,000 outdated voter registrations. So those 177,000 voter registrations that actually were used, even though they were outdated, so that means they were used legally in the 2020 election, have been removed from the voter registration rolls. Okay? Now, I want to tell you something about this. 177,000. Think about this. 177,000. You take all the votes in all of the swing states that the left uh, stole and illegally gave to Biden over President Trump. All of them combined don't add up to 177,000. So now 177,000 from one state has been removed. And when you have Arizona, Wisconsin, and Georgia are all working hard right now. They are all working very heavy right now to make sure that they restore election integrity and removing invalid and uh, voter registrations from the voter rolls is one of the major steps that all three states are taking. But the state of Michigan, thank you, 177,000. I'd like to give a shout out to Ronald Ladick from Scotland. Hi, Ronald from Scotland. Thank you for joining for Loy from America. I appreciate it. Um... I love Scotland and I love, I love, I love people. I love the Scots. I love the Scots. Actually, my last name is traced back uh, to Scotland. And here's another thing that you guys might not know. On my mother's side, my great, 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 I don't know how many greats it is, but anyway, our lineage goes back to Francis Scott Key. And if you don't know who Francis Scott Key is, you should know, but the school systems may not have taught you who he is. He was the one who wrote our national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner. He wrote that song. So um, on my my mother's side, uh, our lineage goes back to him, but by marriage, not directly from his DNA, uh, but by marriage. So I'm just, you know, little tidbits about my life that uh, <laughs> that I never share with anybody. But I thought you guys should know. I think that's a really cool thing. Um, so we got another win from Michigan. Shout out to Michigan. Thank you very much. You ready for another win? Well, hold on. There's more. We got more. There's another win. Judicial Watch. If you don't know who Judicial Watch is, check them out. Um, Wonderful uh, organization they got over there. Judicial Watch has obtained emails through a FOIA request showing Dr. Fauci's, um, his, his institute accommodated China's terms for confidentiality surrounding the CCP virus in February of 2020. That means, ladies and gentlemen, that Dr. Fauci's uh, medical organization, they accommodated, they actually worked with the Chinese government. And, and the Chinese government, the CCP, had terms of confidentiality as it came to the virus and, and its origins and Wuhan and all of this. And Dr. Fauci's organization accommodated those terms set by the CCP for confidentiality. That means that Dr. Fauci himself knew about a ton ladies and gentlemen, knew about a ton of information and kept it from our government and kept it from you, the American people, so that he could, he could remain in his little power world that he's in. And he kept that information from you and accommodated the CCP's request for confidentiality. Just another, just another scumbag move by another dirtbag and just another piece of evidence to show you that this guy does not have your best interest in at heart and he's only there for the money and for his own recognition and for his own patents and for his own involvement in the pharmaceutical companies. It should be treason. The guy should be removed. He should be jailed and he should probably be hung for what he's done to this country because if you ask me, that right there just tells me that they are, he was in cahoots the whole time and he is complicit in suicide suicide. He is in compl- he's complicit in depression. He's complicit in people losing their jobs, their 401ks, their savings, their families, everything, their sanity. He's complicit in all of that. So good job, Judicial Watch, and I hope they continue to uncover more. Are you ready? We're about to get rid of, get another dum-dum away, okay? Do you remember that lady soccer player with the short pink hair who was dissing Donald Trump constantly. She was like the leader of the soccer team from the women's soccer team. And she was kneeling any chance she should get. She was on her knees when the, uh, when the national anthem came on. Remember her name? 
Her name was Megan Rapinoe, I think was her, was how you pronounce her last name. She's a complete disgrace to the United States of America. She does not represent me, and I'm sure she doesn't represent you. She definitely doesn't represent that, okay? But Megan Rapinoe made a statement, and she's going to get a dum-dum today for this statement. I'm going to play the statement for you right now. Here we go. Let's get her up on the screen so you can see it, and we'll play it right now. I'm a member of the LGBTQ community with pink hair, and where I come from, I could have only dreamed that I would be standing in the position I am today at the White House. I'm also a professional athlete, and I've helped, along with all of my teammates uh, virtually here today, one teammate literally here today, uh, win four World Cup championships and four Olympic gold medals for the United States. And despite those wins, I've been devalued, I've been disrespected, and dismissed because I am a woman. And I've been told that I don't deserve any more than less because I am a woman. You see, despite all the wins, I'm still paid less than men who do the same job that I do. For each trophy, of which there are many, and for each win, for each tie, and for each time that we play, it's less. And I know there are millions of people who are marginalized by gender in the world and experience the same thing in their jobs. And I know that there are people who experience even more where the layers of discrimination continue to stack against them. And I and my teammates are here for them. We on the U.S. Women's National Team today are here because of them. Hmm. Layers of discrimination stacked against them. I don't know, like letting boys play in girls' sports? What about that layer? What about that layer? You're not talking about that? You're sitting there propping yourself up and propping women's sports up, but yet you support men coming in and competing against them? Or let's talk about the fact that you're complaining that you don't make as much money as a man for playing the same sport. Do you want to know why that is, Megan? It's because people don't watch women's sports as much as they do men's sports. Should that be the case? No, it's just the truth. It's not that way in the UFC. I'm a big fan of the UFC, and the women's fights are nine times out of ten better than the, the men's fights. But if you're talking team sports, like the WNBA, they don't make enough money to pay you as much as they pay somebody like LeBron James. That's why you're not making enough money, dum-dum. You don't, obviously don't understand economics. You obviously don't understand how money flows and works. You obviously don't understand really anything in this world because you advocate for the same very thing that you're fighting against in that video. You, Megan Rapinoe, are a dum-dum, so you will get today's... Dum Dum Award, right here on Live from America. Now, I want to play a video that's actually a good video to end the show today. So let me bring it up here on the screen, because I think you're really going to want to see this video. And it's from, not a Dum Dum, it's from somebody who I wish uh, would, do, would uh, I don't know, maybe get involved a little bit more. So let me pre play you a video from Ted Cruz yesterday. And this is a video worth ending the show on. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah, when I'm talking to the TV camera, I'm not going to wear a mask. And all of us have been immunized. So uh, you're welcome to step away if you like. The whole, the whole point of a vaccine, CDC guidance is what we're following. <laughs> The reporter says, can you please put on a mask for us? And he goes, no, <laughs> I'm talking on a microphone right now. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, uh, the, the reporter goes, yeah, but it would make us feel comfortable. He goes, well, step back then. If you, if you don't feel comfortable, step back if you'd like. <laughs> I've been vaccinated. The whole point of the vaccine is, you know, so we don't have to be uh, sheep anymore and we don't have to wear our masky pads anymore. So I'm going to continue to do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 play that again. Let's just play that again, shall we? Because it's so great. 
Uh, yeah, when I'm talking to the TV camera, I'm not going to wear a mask, and all of us have been immunized, so uh, you're welcome to step away if you like. <laughs> it would make us feel better. The whole, the whole point of a vaccine, <laughs> CDC guidance, is what we're following. Oh, <laughs> oh, it would make us feel better. Oh, I'm sorry. Would it make you feel better? Oh. <laughs> All right, guys, I got some good news. If you're on Telegram and you follow Live from America on Telegram, I will have a day specifically. I don't know which day it's going to be yet. It might be a Saturday since you don't get to see me on Saturdays. But I will have a day that I will announce tomorrow where I will be doing voice chats on Telegram. It's a new thing on Telegram that you can do. You can have millions of people in a voice chat. It's live back and forth where we can chat back and forth. You can ask me questions. We can actually talk since I can't answer all your emails, okay? And since I can't see all your comments on live videos, no matter where we are, and especially when I start moving up to Roku and, and, and digital TV platforms, it's going to be even harder. So I want to stay in contact with you as much as I possibly can. So we're going to start doing a voice chat. More than likely, it'll be on Saturday mornings or it'll be on Sunday evenings. One of the two. We'll figure it out where we can actually um, you know, talk a little bit more because I never want to lose sight of what got me where I am. I never want to lose sight of all of you guys. I always want to stay as close as I possibly can to each and every one of you, okay? So that's going to conclude today's show for Live from America right here with Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. I will see you tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, for more Live from America. But until then, make sure that you find somebody to help today. Find you Go out of your way to find somebody, whether it be in your workplace or whether it be at the grocery store, Help somebody today. Open a door for somebody. Help somebody carry their groceries. Talk to somebody that you normally wouldn't talk to. And if you do break that ice by helping them, then make sure you say God bless you or make sure you uh, plant some seeds for God to save them at some point today. Okay? Because remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. God bless you guys, and I'll see you tonight for more Live from America, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time with Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Thank you very much. See you later.